Hey, what's up, guys? This is the Modern Christian Dads podcast, episode number one. This is a new journey. My name is Jeremiah Johnson alongside Kelly Stevens, and we are excited to kick off this new podcast. What's up, Kelly? Not much, Jeremiah. How are you? Are you excited for this new podcast? I am excited. (laughs) I'll give you the quick story. Uh, It was actually... A year or so ago, I was in um, I was in South Carolina and I was serving a church there, and I was not the lead pastor. I am a pastor. I don't know if I should throw that out right away, just in case our content uh, gets us in trouble. But I am a senior <laughs> pastor. I'm the lead pastor of Grace Point Church in Carthage, Missouri. But uh, at the time, I was not a lead pastor, and I was getting a lot of urges, uh, ministry urges, and you know, ideas because I wasn't preaching every Sunday repeatedly. So I was, I, I, you know, I was like, oh man, I got so much inside of me and ideas. And so one of the ones I had was, uh, I was like, dude, we should do a, a podcast called Modern Christian Dads Talking New Sports and God. And uh, so anyway, I had a guy there, uh, Craig Craywick. Uh, I'll give a shout out to him from Committed to Christ podcast. Uh, and we kind of started putting it together, but we never got it officially done before I moved here. So now you're the guy, Kelly. Oh, wow. Well, thanks, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so anyway, I'm a pastor. Uh, Kelly serves at the church, Grace Point, as a deacon. But tell, tell the audience a little bit about who you are. Well, I'm a retired police officer. Uh, after 20 years, I decided to do something else. So uh, uh, now I'm a deacon here at the church and uh, loving the Lord and serving him. And some of the news that we're talking about today is going to need the wisdom and advice of a former police officer. Some of the news we're going to dive into in just a little bit here. So um, anyway, we hope that you will join us along this journey. It really is geared towards dudes, towards guys, but you're all welcome, ladies. And actually, I would actually encourage just to get more listens along the way. For those of you that are our wives, you know how your wife always says like, well, you never told me that. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you, you told, you tell your friends that, but you never told me that. So ladies, you know, you might, you really want to get in our brains, listen to the Grace Point, or excuse me, not the Grace Point, the Modern Christian Dads yes. uh, episode. You might get some inside scoops and secrets into the life of men, right? That's right. Still- well, and at my age, I might say that uh, <laughs> I think I've told you something and I never did, but I'll swear to it, so... <laughs> And you still probably won't understand us after all of that. So here's what we're going to do. On this ep- on this podcast, we talk news, sports, and God hitting you up with those three things. So a lot of our opinions are going to be thrown out at you. But we hope to, at the close of our episode, each time we gather, we want to encourage you men. We want to encourage followers of Christ. And we want to uh, encourage you to pursue a life, living living life for Jesus. Because in our opinion, just a couple dudes, that's our opinion. Living for Jesus is the best life you could live. Amen. <laughs> so let's dive into it. Here we go. Segment number one, talking some news. Uh, and we're going to try and have some fun. We'll, we're going to talk some serious topics in our culture and our society. But we're going to do some for, for some fun ones as well. So I'm stumbling through the news, Kelly, and looking for different things to talk about to episode number one. And I came across the annual list of worst passwords 
of the year. Awesome. <laughs> and I probably have used every one of them. <laughs> so I, you know, it's interesting. I, here's how I am when it comes to passwords. I like to get like one password and use it for everything. What about you? <laughs> I have to, cause I have experience in putting different passwords and not remembering them. Right. And I, 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 I tend to use more simple. Pro- I mean, if you probably really wanted to hack my, some of my accounts you probably could because you know mine are like jeremiah one no that's not really one but you know i mean i tend to use more simpler ones but they are trying to make it harder now like use a slash use a number and yeah you have to use everything on the uh, keyboard i mean literally have to use every symbol (laughs) which is a good thing and my wife's kind of one of those people she likes to use a different password for every account but i just can't do that but i do like on my macbook i do like how that uh, every time i enter in a password it asks if you know you want to like save it and use it for next time. That's right. Um, and I'm not really used to uh, Mac or anything like that, but, uh, you know, when I used to uh, chisel it out on my stone tablet, it was pretty right. easy to remember <laughs> at that point. So anyway, so here we go. Passwords, worst passwords uh, of the year. There's this company, So, um, and, and the article came out because it said, for the first time, Donald made software company Splash Data's annual list of the 100 top 100 worst passwords coming in at number 23. So Donald, a.k.a. Donald Trump, you know, he, he got in the game here on the worst annual list of worst passwords. Donald is there. So Donald becoming a very famous, well-used password. Well, uh, you know, he's going to make uh, passwords great again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and there's several other, the article says there's several other common names, such as William, William at number 96, Sophie at number 51, and Daniel at number 34. So some names, uh, let's see here. I don't think we cracked the top 25. I don't see Jeremiah and I don't see Kelly. So we're pretty safe so far. <laughs> That's in that awesome. But it's kind of interesting. Uh, topping off the list of terrible passwords were one two three four five six seven eight nine at number three. Number two was one two three. Uh, excuse me, password was number two. And I've used that one. <laughs> you have. I know. And uh, topping off the list, number one for the worst passwords of the year was one two three four five six for the fifth straight year. Nice. So here's here's the moral of the story is don't use that password, okay? One, two, three, four, five, six. Probably not a good idea. Don't use Donald. Uh, don't use one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Don't you these are not good, okay? Try try something a little bit more complicated. Take some time, you know, write it down, back it up digitally, and you're gonna be okay. That's what I've tried to do now, is I try to back it up digitally or or here's what I do. Sometimes I just like revert where it just says reset password and sends you the email. I've done that like 50 times before. Like, well, what if you just took those numbers and reversed them like five, four, three, two, one? <laughs> right, would that right. fool? Would that fool a hacker? Oh, but anyway, <laughs> coming in and some of the other top 25 worst passwords were um, number six was one 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 one. Number eight, sunshine. Number nine, qwerty. Uh, number ten. I love you. 11 princess, 12 admin, 13 welcome, 14 666666. Uh number 15 ABC 123, <laughs> number 16 football, 17 123 123, number 18 monkey. Uh anyway, um <laughs> uh, so yeah, so just think about your password a little bit. I'm just, we're just trying to help you out. You know, we don't want you to get hacked. We don't want you to, your, your information to get stolen and all those kind of things. Now, were you in the era as a police officer? Did you have to deal with uh, cyber issues at all? Uh, actually, we, uh, we did have uh, 
uh, people calling that uh, uh, were needing help where they had uh, uh, purchased something over the internet and uh, uh, found out that it was fraud, somebody taking advantage of them. And, you know, back then the problem was trying to figure out where the crime actually took place. Okay. Did it take place out of state or inside the the jurisdiction that you lived in. So. Okay. Wow. So anyway, hopefully that encourages you to think about and use a better password. All right. Here we go. On to story number two of news. I thought that was interesting. Article talking about where you're uh, titled, were your Amazon packages stolen? So 30% of Americans say they've experienced theft from uh, or packages that are being stolen from their doorstep. As we know, the biggest company in the world, not in the world, excuse me, that's incorrect, but one of the largest, definitely the largest distributors that does this is Amazon. Uh, Amazon, which is, um, uh, you know, I use all, it's interesting, I'm a little late to the game in in terms of Amazon. Probably a year or two ago, I hardly ever used Amazon. Now I can't live without it. What about your family? (laughs) You know, uh, shopping online is something that uh, my wife has been uh experimenting with over the last couple of years and uh i, I there's a, a sense of some frustration there you know trying to go through that process i'm the kind of guy that i just soon go to the store buy what i want and uh get out of there but uh anyway right. buying packages over online and getting them delivered is new didn't give that didn't give the statistics for dudes but i wonder what uh the statistics for dudes would be do dudes like to order online i think amazon is really a for the most part a chick thing overall right i think i i think you're right i think you're right although you know really if you could get into it uh, dudes like to go out and hunt and gather and uh, we don't like to go shop so I, I'm thinking that dudes might kind of <laughs> hey hunt and peck on that keyboard and uh, just order directly and get it get it sent to their uh, officer at their home but I definitely more than once have been standing next to ladies in church or other places <clears throat> hearing them say did you get that on Amazon oh I got that on Amazon so <laughs> anyway um, that was an awesome voice but anyway yes <laughs> packages are being stolen because Amazon, they roll up, they drop it off, which is awesome because even I remember back in the day when UPS would come and you had to be there yes. to get your package. And that was horrible because you, you, you like take the day off and then like, Oh, it's coming tomorrow. You know, and you wasted your entire day waiting for it. So it's, it's kind of nice that you get the package, but now the problem is we have these pirates, these thefters that literally just roll up and start stealing packages. Well, they're, they're following the, <laughs> they're following the trucks, the delivery trucks. So how cool is that? You know? And I was telling you in our show prep, I happened to watch this YouTube video of uh, what they did is they literally, they, uh, they, put a fake package and it was like a bomb, not like a bomb that was going to kill the person, but basically a bomb that would, uh, you know, scare them and freak them out. So, and literally they set up the camera, they, uh, deliver the package. It's bigger. It looks nicer or something like that. And then sure enough, I mean, they literally had, uh, over five, maybe not quite 10, but in the context of however long they filmed it, whether it was a couple hours or something, multiple people came up to try to steal this package. And, uh, one lady, uh, actually, freaked out so bad she stumbles and she breaks her leg trying to steal the package and other people like it was just funny but it it's amazing how common that is for people to want to do that yes thou shall not steal (laughs) yes it's in the bible (laughs) don't steal but I, i you know i guess people are desperate and and you do have to think that those people are driving by and they're like electronics and um what could be in there that's potentially very valuable true true one, of, you, one thing, uh, Jeremiah, that I've noticed is that uh, 
uh, I don't know if I should say this or not, but Rick Maynard buys a lot of nice things and has them delivered to his <laughs> right. house. So I just kind of I kind of watch the delivery trucks <laughs> yeah. he pulls in. I've gotten some really nice things over, right. the, over the years. Well, and well, <laughs> I can't find it in this article, but it was. Um, you know, the the guy ordered electronics and socks or something, and and they stole the electronics and they left the socks. You know, and, but <laughs> clearly people they're they're looking for something valuable. You know, and there it is. What what, what better way to steal something? Uh, it's it's a lot easier than going into a retail store. Yes, and it's for the steal, taking. <laughs> steal something. There's nobody there. There's uh, uh, security, and even in the article it mentioned, you know, I, which I don't have on my new house, but my last house I did have one of the. I did have one of the, the doorbells that had a video on it so that when it came up, it was motion sensitive yes. and it would alert my phone. And, you know, that's that's a good form of security, but it doesn't always, it's not going to prevent them from taking the yeah. package. Uh, so just interesting. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be cool to know what the uh, uh, criminal says when he gets he or she gets caught stealing that? Like, was it abandoned property? That's, you know, they might, they might say it was just abandoned because it's just sitting yeah. out on their porch <laughs> so 50 percent of all u.s online purchases go through amazon the question is what do you do and so they gave some recommendations in this article and uh, let me get your take on these the first one is amazon key now this one i have not done it sounds very interesting now i have a stay-at-home wife uh, who's very busy she's not just home 24 seven, but she's there typically to get packages. But so there's this uh, service called Amazon key. It's a service launched last year. It requires installing an electronic lock on your door. And then Amazon sends its delivery person a message that allows them to briefly open uh, the lock so that they can place the package inside. That's, you think inter- that? that's interesting. I kind of like that idea. Would you- would you do that? Would you I don't trust know that Amazon? I, <laughs> I don't uh, know that I would, but uh, that is interesting. Yeah, so literally you can, uh, if you get Amazon key, you, they send you the lock, then delivery person rolls up, lock opens, they put the package in, and they roll on. Wow. So I, you would think that would be fairly secure overall. I guess it would be a better option, especially if, I mean, if I was getting like an iPad or a new MacBook or like a new cell phone or something like that, I would definitely be game for that. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> the second one, which is this one is, is interesting. I, I had heard of that Amazon key before, but this one I never heard of. The second option is called the in-car delivery. So this allows the delivery person to electronic, electronically unlock your car and leave packages in the trunk. So if you don't, if you're a little bit trepid about Amazon coming in your house, well, they can put it in your trunk for you. Well, if your car was there and your trunk was there, would you not be there? Good point. Yeah. I but know. I guess if you think the, you know, the Amazon <laughs> guy's creep is a creeper or creepy yeah, looking yeah. guy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that, that is a good point. And then the third option is to have your package delivered to Amazon Locker. It's basically a place then you go, you go pick up your package from someplace in a locker, which UPS, FedEx, the, the postal service, they offer services like that. So which one are you going with? Option number one, number two, or number three? Or just is there an all all the above? Leave it for chance. <laughs> Let's leave it for chance. <laughs> so I, I'm game with all of them. I, I I think you know it's and it's just interesting. It will be interesting to see what they do uh, as you know technology continues to advance and um, how they'll approach all of that stuff. Exactly. Now, weren't they talking about at one time uh, flying uh, your... Yeah, drones. Drones, yeah. 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 Which, and they actually, that it is technology that they have 
that they could use. It's just, you know, it's FAA approval and regulations. But mark my words, uh, episode one, number one of the uh, Modern Christian Dads podcast, that's going to happen someday. At some yeah. point, our sky is going to be filled with drones. Yeah. Dropping off Amazon packages, and which I think is totally cool. I think that's yeah, It's very cool. Just have a drone drop it. and well, You know, it. so they can open up your door. Option number one, open <laughs> up your door, fly the drone into your living room. Lay the package down on your table. Yeah. How cool. (laughs) All right. And new story number three, a little bit more serious note here. Uh, More teens are vaping, but but binge drinking and opioid use are down. So this is an article talking about the percentage of high school seniors who say they vape nicotine in the past. uh, uh, So let me repeat that. The the percentage of high school seniors who say they vape nicotine in the past 30 days nearly doubled this year. So uh, in the survey, it reported Monday that more than one in three high school seniors and nearly one in three sophomores say they vaped at least once in the past year. Vaping is on the rise. It is on the rise. Uh, Was that, and, and that's probably, and I've just noticed that really more in the last just recent times. Yeah. I, it, Really, over the last couple of years, it's just something that's uh, uh, taken hold. And I, you know, me being a non-smoker, I don't get it. <laughs> yes, we don't smoke on the uh, Modern Christian Dads <laughs> podcast, or, or nor do we encourage it. But nearly 21% of high school seniors say they vaped a nicotine product within the past 30 days, up from 11% a year ago, the largest one-year increase of any substance use in the survey's 43-year history. Wow. So that, that that's amazing. And, and it's becoming cool. It's becoming popular. It's becoming uh, acceptable. I mean, I guess we can say, well, the uh, op- opioids and drinking are used. But still, um, that is clearly on the rise. I love in this article, and we talked about this a little bit as well, that um, I think one of the things that they pitch is, and I talked to a person, a friend of mine one time who vaped on a regular basis, and he was basically just saying, well, it's healthier, you know, you don't have all the other carcinogens or uh, chemicals or whatever that you would typically inhale in a regular cigarette, so it's not as bad. But um, in the article, I thought, it was, you know, basically this guy, uh, the NIDA director, Nora Vol- Volko, said nicotine uh, is nicotine, basically, you know, like nicotine's nicotine. That's right? exactly right. It, it's, it's addictive. Once you're addicted to, or, or here's the direct quote, excuse me. It says, once you are addicted to nicotine, you are addicted to nicotine. <laughs> That's Period. right. It's you the know? same. <laughs> uh, so whether you vape it, whether you smoke it, whatever you do it with it, it's, it's going to become an addiction in your life. And there are, uh, you know, health, not benefits to it, but the opposite of health benefits as you begin to vape. That's right. And addiction, it runs your life. You are no longer in control. It's interesting for me. Now, we're at different ages. You're a little bit older than I am. And obviously, I'm... They didn't know that until you just said that. (laughs) Getting older. And yes, you have such a youthful voice, (laughs) Kelly. But, uh, you know, when I was in high school, I remember now I was uh, an athlete or I played sports. And I remember, uh, you know, drinking and smoking was acceptable. Um, but not doing, you know, doing drugs was like not cool. You were a loser. That That's was like exa- the loser yeah, club. Yeah. Uh, because you, in athletes, you, I mean, you would have gotten serious trouble. So I remember I never was tempted. I never struggled. I remember a few times I had friends that had marijuana around me and I was like so freaked out because I was like, oh, I don't want to get, you know, like, okay, I'll drink all night long. I'll whatever, but I didn't want to do that. So interesting, you know, 
sin doesn't change. It just morphs into different things. Right. Well, and, and I, I find that interesting because I was the same way. I, I played a lot of football in high school and uh, the drug culture, the, you know, the term pothead, uh, smoking marijuana, all that, that, that freaked me out. I really did not want to be around that. Uh, but the unfortunate thing was that I did uh, get into the drinking. Uh, and it's kind of like I was reasoning out in my mind, like, this is okay. It was against the law. But I still was trying to reason it out. None of that is any good. Right. And yeah. it, and that's a great point you bring up because every generation tends to do that. How, how can we uh, make sin acceptable, right? Like, that's well, right. you know, it's vaping. It's better. It's, uh, it's not as bad. You know, it's more, it's more healthy. Um, the other thing I wanted to note in this article, it did say, though, which was interesting, speaking of marijuana, uh, it says uh, marijuana is the most common illicit drug among high school students. Nearly one in four reported using the drug over the past 30 days. So 25%, if that's true, one in four high schoolers smoke Amazing, marijuana. amazing. And I, I still, uh, as being uh, a retired law enforcement officer, I, I still look at that as... Uh, being a gateway to other things. I mean, you're you're just beginning the road uh, down that path, wrong path. And did you find that to be true? Now, in that article, I won't pull up any more quotes, but I know they mentioned that, talking about there's arguments on both sides. As some people say, no, marijuana is not a gateway drug. That's not factual. That's not scientific. But would you? I, you know, almost everybody, well, not that I went around and interviewed every single person, yeah. but mo- most of the people that I talked to started out uh, smoking cigarettes and, and marijuana and then going to other things. Um, I, I, you very rarely see somebody that just says, hey, I'm going to try meth today, and they've never done anything else. Right. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, very interesting. Um, the moral of the story, don't vape, um, don't smoke cigarettes. Um pray for our children. And this is the world that we're living in. You know, again, it's, it's it just that as we talk more about God in a minute, that, that kind of what I took from that is that, you know, every generation that sin begins to mold and craft itself in a different form. That's right. Uh, and this is what our students are now doing with they're dealing exactly with weed. Right. They're dealing with vaping right now. You know, there's two yeah. huge issues, but uh, we'll uh, let pastor Rachel know that and let her <laughs> yes. deal with it. So anyway, <laughs> all right, let's talk some sports now. And Kelly is a, a little bit weaker on this one. So I'm going to have to have them jump on my back and I'm going to carry the team right yes. here. Talking some sports. It's a good thing. I I'll, weigh under 150 pounds. <laughs> I'll take you to the end zone here. Yes. Kelly, uh, Tom Brady, um, Lost this weekend. He looked at this article here from USAToday.com. He looked ordinary and vulnerable. Not Tom Brady. The great Tom Brady looked ordinary and vulnerable. And that just made me feel a lot better about myself when I read those words. (laughs) There's Uh, a chance. So anyway, I mean, I have a hot wife. I just don't have millions of dollars in fame. Uh, So I have one of the three. He has all three. So anyway, but uh, Tom Brady is, uh, it looks like the dynasty is on the downturn. It looks like Bill and Tom, the breakup is soon soon forthcoming. Oh, there'll that, be an ex parte uh, or something. No Super Bowl, <laughs> no Super Bowl this year. And uh, but just kind of as I read that, it's it just kind of interesting. Now as I get older and a uh, sports guy, you know, every great dynasty has to come to an end at some point. I probably, you know, who in your lifetime, who would you say is the biggest dynasty? Well, I, I remember uh, what they called America's team. Dallas 
and uh, you know they they were winning all the time. But eventually, <laughs> right. eventually. I, now I listened to a um, I listened to a couple sports podcasts, and I I don't have this right. I guess I could look it up on my computer, but it's I think it's been over twenty five years now since they won a Super Bowl. That's awesome. And they, they act like it was yesterday. You know, yeah. they act like it was yet. You know, no, it's been 25 years, man. It's like I grew up in Nebraska. Our heyday was the early 90s leading into the 2000s, the back-to-back titles in 96 and 97. Uh, and now I'm not a psychotic Nebraska fan like my family. But, man, you talk to those guys, it's like it was yesterday. You know, it was like, no, that was, that was 96, man. That was like not – that was not yesterday. Those days are long gone. But the ebbs and flows of dynasties, uh, I'm a big basketball guy. And, uh, you know, you, when you get hop in the NBA debate, clearly a lot of people say that the Chicago Bulls with uh, Michael Jordan, that's clearly a historic franchise. Um, but it's interesting. They, they come and they go. They rise in the fall. So, Tom Brady, we're taking a moment on this first uh, – Tom, show us some love. Give us a shout out sometime on this first episode of the Modern Christian Dads episode. We're thinking of you, buddy. Yes. <laughs> Call us, Tom. I'd love to talk to we're you. We're praying for you. You know, there's, you can, I mean, when it's all said and done, you can come on the podcast and uh, <laughs> we have an open door. Anyway, next number two on Talking Sports, uh, I came across this article, best basketball player from every state, and it caught my attention. And we are good uh, Southern Missouri people here. I'm originally from Nebraska. I didn't even look that up because I don't know that anyone was really good from Nebraska <laughs> that played basketball. Uh, but anyway, uh, best basketball player from Missouri, all-time and we already discussed this before. You had no idea, and I didn't know either. Uh, Damari Carroll is the best, statistically the best Missouri basketball player of all time. He is in the NBA. I believe he – I don't know who he's playing for now. He was playing for – he might be playing for the Utah Jazz. I can't remember. He's still playing? He is still He's still active in the NBA. I just don't know the team off the top of my head. But uh, number two, Marcus Denman. Uh, three, Leo Lyons. Number four, Kim English. Five, J.T. Tiller. I don't know any of these names. Number six, and I'm a basketball guy. Number six, Lawrence Bowers. Num- number seven, Matt Lawrence. N- number eight, Zaire Taylor. Uh, so I have no idea who any of these guys are. So They anyway, could be my next-door neighbor, and I wouldn't uh, know. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Jordan, LeBron, they did not play or come from Missouri. But uh, <laughs> to connect a little bit closer, Scottie Pippen, just south of us, Arkansas, he did play for Arkansas. So showing some love to Arkansas on the Modern Christian Dads podcast. Here. Yes. Anyway, uh, you can look that up later. Just Google that and figure out what state are you from and who was the greatest basketball player of your state. And finally, uh, number three on sports, Aaron Rodgers – loses as well so in the same weekend the greats uh the, the goat potentially the goat tom brady by the way are you do you have a all-time favorite football player nfl guy are you like a montana guy an elway guy a marino guy i uh, i never was a marino guy okay I never was <laughs> uh montana i always liked joe Man, the guy's just a class act. I think he's I think he's uh, very inspiring. And I think that's kind of who the debate falls in today is Montana Brady. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers lost as well. And uh, the Packers. I know we have some Packers fans in our church here at Grace Point. I know that that is a uh, very well, well fan-based franchise that you can pretty much go to anywhere in the world yeah. or in America and find a Packers fan somewhere. Uh, Something that you probably <laughs> didn't know about me, I did get to tour uh, Green Bay 
uh, the stadium, and it was awesome. It was. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. I have n- I've not been there before. Um, I, the only NFL game I've ever been to is the Oakland Raiders, and uh, you could, in my opinion, you could just blow that place up, burn it. Uh, <laughs> if you gave me free tickets, I would sell them yeah, uh, yeah. and take the money and just go to Buffalo Wild Wings or something Ooh, like that. Wild Wings, yes. Uh, but that is a bad stadium. Anyway, the Packers lose. They just fired their head coach recently, and now the potential problem might be – Aaron Rodgers himself sounds like he could potentially be the problem. And uh, so for those of you that are big Aaron Rodgers fan, it sounds like he's a little toxic in the locker room. Sounds like he's got a bad attitude. Oh, and uh, is he blaming it on uh, other people? Well, they now he he says that uh, on the way uh, the uh, the coach the firing of the coach that you know that he he didn't have a problem with the coach and that uh, you know he loved him and all those kind of things. But uh, so anyway, a lot of the uh, uh, the heat transition from the head coach now to Aaron Rodgers. So what are the Packers going to do? How are they going to handle it? Uh, Danica, he you know he goes out with Danica. Kilpa- uh, Kilpatrick, the race car driver. Did you oh, know that? Yeah, no, That's his no. girlfriend. So wow. anyway, so maybe she'll he have to. He does make good decisions. Right, <laughs> right. So he'll, she'll have to get him in line a little bit. And But she's kind of a loser too. I mean, she never <laughs> won a race in her entire <laughs> life. She just, you know, she drove a race car and just because she's a girl and she's pretty and but uh, anyway, NASCAR, we'll do that another time. We don't have NASCAR in the books. But I picked that article because finally we're going to wrap up. Talk. We've talked news. we talk talked sports. But let's talk about the most important thing in our life. That's Jesus. That's Amen. God, right? Amen. Uh, and so I thought we'd segue from the bad attitude of Aaron Rodgers to talking about having a good attitude as Christians. Oh, that's so important. <laughs> and having and not having a bad attitude. I found I found an article that will hopefully springboard some discussion here. Five evils of a bad attitude. You know, the that that ultimately the end result of a bad attitude it releases evil. Yes, <laughs> not not good. So it's something that we shouldn't have. Uh, in this article, she pointed out a couple things. Number one, it's unworthy of a Christian. She said uh, it was written by a lady actually. I'm reading an article and a modern Christian dads by a girl. Whoops. Shouldn't have done that. Uh, but, uh, we are people who have been guaranteed a future so glorious that we can't even begin. You know, we're believers in Christ. Just, just the mere reality of who we are should cause us to not have a bad attitude. That's right. I mean, do, do you realize that we are representing Jesus Christ and, uh, we need to be uh, putting our best foot forward. We need to be showing the love of Christ. Uh, and that's with a smile on our face. And that's with uh, uh, love in our heart for our fellow man. Right. And it, it almost seems like uh, when you get now, I don't, I don't, I, I will confess. I'm not, I don't think I'm that overly uh, crazy joyous kind of, you know, I mean, there's Christians that are like, they're a little too happy, you know, it's kind of like, you're a little too like joyous for me, but but um, <laughs> I definitely am not the the depressed Christian either. You know, you hang around those Christians that are like, you make me not want to be saved <laughs> just by looking at your first of all by looking at your face, secondly just talking to you like I don't want to be a Christian anymore. <laughs> oh, know? we're just making it real today, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, yeah. How much how much an added our attitude affects us individually but that how it affects other people. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly right. Uh, your attitude uh, will determine uh, whether somebody wants to uh, get to know you or not. Uh, and if you're having a bad attitude, they're definitely not going to get to see Jesus in you. And they're, 
you're going to turn them off. They're never going to want to uh, uh, have a conversation with you or, or anything like that. Right. Attitude's everything. Right. We said that beforehand. Uh, the, the old preacher said, your attitude determines your latitude. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I can't say that cool. Like, I wish, you know, I, I, I need to smoke more. If I just smoked for like 25, 30 more years, I'd sound like Joyce Myers and I'd sound real manly and have a great <laughs> preaching voice. But yes. anyway, every time I hear him, I'm like, I just wish I had a manly preaching voice like hers. It's amazing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Joyce. You, know, you sound like a truck driver that smoked for like 50 years. But anyway, beautiful, beautiful voice. Man, we're, uh, we're, well, hold on. Let's get back on track yeah, here, Kelly. Yeah, where we go? Throwing, throwing Joyce under the bus <laughs> in our first episode. I really do love her. She's great. Uh, number two um, in this article says it has evil companions. So very interesting. You know, your attitude will also kind of determine the kind of people that will be in your life. That's exactly right. Uh, and we all have a different uh, uh, influence. I mean, we all have uh, different people that are that are drawn either to us or us drawn to them. Um, uh, Being unified uh, in our spirit is extremely important. It is, uh, oh man, I I, I, want to say this in a good and a a bad way, but there's a lady, um, oh man, I'm kind of ruining it now. I shouldn't even, shouldn't have said the gender, but there's this person uh, even, I encounter, uh, in church and that individual, every time I talk to them, it's always, woe is me. It's always Debbie. The sky is falling. It's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. It's so frustrating to be someone around someone who does not have a good attitude. And I literally want to run from them, but I can't because I'm the pastor. (laughs) 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 I have to talk to them. (laughs) So one of the reasons not to become a pastor is that you have to love everyone in your church. Uh, So, you know, have a good attitude. You know, people don't want to hang out with someone who has a bad attitude. You know, it it really is a bummer. Uh, Number three, uh, having a bad attitude is... It stems from pride. Bad attitudes flow from a prideful heart, a heart that says that we deserve something, you know, uh, that, that uh, a bad attitude can stem from pride, which comes out of that spirit or that heart that says, I deserve this. I deserve that. Uh, And so a bad attitude leads to pride. That's exactly right. Your, uh, your heart, what, what you put into your heart is, it's what's going to come out. Yeah. And that's what the Bible says out of, out of who you are, you know, that's the de- definition of who you are. Well, you know, I remember one time uh, back when I was a youth pastor, I had this one youth leader. He was an older um, guy at the time and, you know, was supposed to be a leader. And a few times here and there, he would just have things come out of his mouth and do things. And ha- I would have to address him from time to time. And like, well, that's just who he is, you know, or, you know, he basically made excuse for that attitude and that spirit. And I was like, yeah, I just don't think that's acceptable, you know? And so anyway, uh, it, it comes from pride, arrogance. And once again, it just, it, it's something that we need to get out of our lives. Number four, it drags, uh, it, it, it just takes your troubles to last longer. You know, it's amazing how, now I'm not saying, you know, there are times that we, difficulties that we walk through that it's impossible to just slap a smile on your face, you know? Right. Um, I talk, I, I, I've told the story of our, our daughter, youngest daughter, Gabrielle. She was born prematurely. We lived in a, a Ronald McDonald house for two, three months. We, you know, she nearly lost her life. We just, we really walked through a year or so of intense hardship. 
And uh, not that I had a bad attitude, but, but it was hard to walk through that. I, I mean, there were many days I didn't wake up and the first scripture that came to my mind was never the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yay. You know, and so it's hard to have a good attitude, but you have to trust in the Lord. And, and uh, because the, the longer you, in the midst of that, if you have a, a bad attitude, it's not going to help anything. That's exactly right. I, you know, we as Christians, a lot of times we'll, uh, we'll put on that mask and we will try to hide behind a mask and, and uh, present emotions that aren't really there. Like I'm joyful just like you were just going through a really hard time, you know, with your daughter. It's important that we are real with people ar- around us. But the, th- the thing is, is it's, it's for a season, you know, you, you don't sit there and dwell in that. You have to get on up that mountain. Don't go around it. Just go on up that mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And finally on this, that devotional was uh, just talking about how it becomes an infectious disease that, the ultimate, a bad attitude, ultimately it affects you, but then it affects other people. I'm reading a book, uh, right now called influence. It's a secular book, um, not written by a Christian guy or that I know of, but he talks about, um, just a power, you know, the influence that we have as people in general, yes. it manifests in all different kinds of ways. We can use it strategically in different ways, etc. It go, it's kind of businessy and it's, and it's really, its premise. But the one thing that uh, we can influence people through our attitude. Yes. I, and, and, and that, that can be corrosive. You know, the bad attitude can, can rub off on people. Uh, people don't want to be around you. Uh, and it's, it's kind of like a disease. It'll spread. You have to cut that off immediately. Yeah. And again, it's, it, it's just a reality, whether we want to admit it or not, that Happy people usually hang out with happy people. Depressed people hang out with depressed people. Um, the crabby church person usually <laughs> hangs out with the other crabby church person. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's just true, you know, and I, I don't want to be around that. I know that God doesn't want us to be around that. So uh, don't be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, be unified. Uh, but have a good attitude. And, you know, so let's be a little more practical, you know, and I know that this is common Christian kind of stuff, but... For us guys, you know, how can we speak, how can, you know, how can we encourage guys today, modern Christian dads to have a good attitude with some things you, something you might encourage them with? Well, uh, number one, what is important and, uh, you know, stay in the word, uh, meet with other guys, uh, iron sharpens iron and, uh, realize that, uh, what you're going through, you're not alone and, uh, you might be able to get out there and meet other people and, uh, encourage them from maybe things that you've done in your past uh, when you share your testimony when you share uh, what god has put on your heart uh, that creates joy in your life yeah the the word you know and, and we all have i think as as guys we have different kind of jobs uh, i know a, a year ago when i was in south carolina um, and it wasn't leading a church in that specific window of time i was dry i was in my car a lot and i tell you what i just used that opportunity, worship, uh, the Bible podcast. I was just trying to jam my brain and myself with good stuff, you know, and I needed it in that point in life. And uh, again, it's like, what are you putting into through your friends, through literally stuff that you're listening to, et cetera, all those kind of things. Yeah. You know, David, when he went through, uh, and David went through a lot of things, uh, but he talks about in the Bible that, uh, he, 
encouraged himself in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's where we get our strength. That's where we get our joy. Yeah. It's the old Saturday Night Live skit. You have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm good enough. I'm smart <laughs> enough. And people like me. People you know? like me. Uh, but no, we do. You know, that is biblical. That's not Saturday Night Live-ish. There's sometimes that David said it later on. He said, why is so downcast, oh, my soul? Put your hope yes. in God. That there are times that we have to battle that discouragement, that bad attitude, because guess what? It might be a coworker. It might be you didn't, you're coming into the end of 2018. You didn't get the raise. You didn't. That's right. Uh, and you're going to have to trust God and, and keep a good attitude and a good spirit in the midst of all that. That's right. His ways are uh, always better than ours. Yeah. Well, this is the conclusion of episode number one, Modern Christian Dads podcast. I hope this will be one of many potentially hundreds po- of podcasts that we yes. will do together. <laughs> and uh, I hope it encourages you that you lift up. Get us, give us your opinion, like it, share it. And we will talk to you next time on episode two of the Modern Christian Dads podcast. Talk to you later. See ya. Modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, dads.